Welcome back to another episode of J&J Sports Talk. This is your host, Jonathan Hooker. And today, we have some special guests. Introduce yourselves. Uh, y'all, y'all remember me. The most accurate man with the plan, Jackson Bramlett. What's going on? What's going on? And we have another special guest. Episode hey, is Amir Freeman, a.k.a. Westbrook Fanatic. <laughs> and yeah, let's get into some um, sports talk. No cap. All right, so what what are you guys' thoughts on football this year from NFL and college? Football is back. I mean, it's what it used to be. Nothing's changed. You don't think with this COVID and pandemic stuff still going on, you know, it was just feeling different. But it honestly feels like same old football, and it just feels good to be back. I agree, man. I hope we don't see that all the um, players go down week by week like last year, injuries left and right. Hopefully, Chris McCaffrey going down. I'll start a new train for the rest of the league. Um, yeah, football is back. So, let's get into this game, this or that. So, would y'all rather be a wide receiver or a corner? Corner. Why? So, really wide receiver. Because, yeah, if, you, if you're a wide receiver, I feel like corners get way more um, – like, you have a big opportunity to get exposed. And if a wide receiver don't catch the pass, it's like, oh, okay. But if he do catch the pass, it's like a big deal for the DB. Uh, I'll say wide receiver. I'm too slow to play corner. I can't play corner. Um, will, would y'all rather drop the game when it pass or miss the game when it field goal? Ooh, I really miss the game miss when it the field goal. It's, it's more common. Like, you don't yeah. see people dropping – like game winning catches. Like last person I remember doing that was DeAndre Swift last year in his first game. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't really care that much hype right now, anyway, so it won't be as big of a deal. So. All right. Which team you think should have won the championship more? Twenty eighteen Georgia or twenty sixteen Falcons? Oh man, both of them should have won. Like both teams had the games in their hands. The Falcons had it by a by a long shot, but like I don't know, man. It's easy twenty sixteen Falcons for me. You don't go up twenty eight to three and then blow that. There's no way you. Yeah, but you don't give up a second and twenty two for game. Georgia was never up by twenty five points, so I don't think it's even close. Uh, I'll say this. I'm not a Falcons fan, so I'm going to go with 2018 Georgia. Like, the like, Fal- nah, that shouldn't even be a question because, like, both teams, like, they should have won. I'm sure everybody in both of those stadiums that night knew for a fact that those teams were going to win. Somehow both teams lost. Like, how does that work? I'm about to disagree because watching the Georgia game, I, I, I never was like, okay, we won. I was still like, kind of nervous. But at the halftime, listen, at the halftime, that Falcons and Patriots game, I've already, I was making polls. I, I already moved on to post-game celebration <laughs> think we won the game already. That, that was way more heartbreaking than the Georgia loss to me at the time. And that says a lot, meaning I'm a, because I'm a way bigger Georgia fan than Falcons fan, but the way that went down, nah. And then you don't see – um as much 2018 uh, Georgia memes as you do as the Falcons, because that's how bad it was. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. 
the way that the Falcons has lost, I will fire everybody. Like, starting from the but GM. You can't blame. You can only blame the people who are calling the plays. If the Falcons start playing conservative after like two drives to the third quarter. But I'm saying you though. Four seasons of Monte Freeman and Kevin Colbert, like you can't but, do that. But I'm saying though. Listen though. You up twenty eight to three. How how in the world are you giving up twenty five points and then in the next like I'll say twenty two minutes? Come on, bro. Being real with you, Jonathan, they didn't score until two minutes left in the third quarter to make it. That's worse. That's four they scored they put up twenty five and fourteen minutes. I mean twenty twenty five and seventeen minutes. Come on, man. That's gotta be one of the worst losses in any sports franchise history. Um, all right. Next question. Would you rather have a great offense with an average defense or a great defense with the average offense? A great offense with an average defense. Uh-huh. Some offenses can't be stopped. If you ask me this question by if you ask me this question about ten years ago, I would say great defense, but the way the Kansas City Chiefs are playing right now, I think you got to take great offense. Yeah. But it's close, though, because think about it. The Bucks, they, they did have a good offense, but the defense really carried. Yeah, but also look at the Chiefs' O-line that game. It was, they, were, they were terrible. But, so, but still, though. It's not the, like the Chiefs were just like. But I'm saying that the defense plays a factor, though. The Chiefs only yeah. had three bad offensive games that year. That was the Super Bowl. A game against Atlanta and a game against Miami. Those were the only three bad games. They still won through it. They were just on the really unlucky side in that Super Bowl. Losing those O-line. Mm, I mean, yeah. Great offense with the average defense. Yeah. Heisman Cam or Johnny Football? Johnny. <laughs> it's like one of the most entertaining people you could have watched ever. So yeah. you saying I, I gotta go Johnny Manziel. He just he like he's like a more so you know how Kyler Murray in the NFL the plays never dead with him. And with when Johnny Manziel was playing in college, <laughs> you would think the plays dead. This man would come out of nowhere, spin, running uh, fifteen yards across the field, left and right, and then somehow throw a dot down the field. You'd be like, wow, man's would be jumping off of his own line. You, you don't see that. <laughs> You don't see it. <laughs> I'm taking Heisman Cam. What? Yeah, I'm taking Heisman Cam. He was not. I mean, he was good, but he wasn't anything different from any of the other Heisman. L- listen, listen, listen. Cam Newton, all the people on the offense that Cam had didn't make it to the league for real. The only person that made it was Trey Mason, and he lasted a season and a half. But you gotta think, players. Look, look, look. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel had Mike Evans. Johnny Manziel did the same thing on that offensive. No, no, he wouldn't. No, it, it wasn't a receivers making plays. It was, it was saying, him like, making the plays. Any other quarterback would have gotten sacked. Like most of those plays Johnny has on his highlights. So Cam, so so Cam was like that. Some of the greatest footwork in the quarterbacks we've seen, and some of the best athleticism any quarterbacks have ever, you know, been able to get a hold of. He kept those plays alive, and he made those plays happen. So Cam, All they do was stand there. so Cam wasn't like that. He Cam was. was he was. Heisman quarterback. He was good, but he was not raw talent. He was not once a century talent. No, he wasn't. Bro, he was six. Like he was six five two fifty. Running a four five. Running a four six. 
Huh? I think game planning for Mizell was much more frustrating and difficult than game planning for Cam Newton. Mm, it's even. Cam Cam was just bigger. And we so all know. Would you would you take Lamar over either one of them? I'll take them all. Yeah. Over John. Over John. I'll take them all, both of them. Yeah. So, what about Tebow? No. Nah. T. Tebow had a team. Tebow had a team. Overall surrounding teams. Like, so, what you're saying is out of the port, uh, Lamar was the best? No, Lamar was not the best. College. He, no. Look, look Lamar, Lamar was the most electrifying. What? Yes. Lamar was the most electrifying. Don't don't say he wasn't. Out of all of them in college. Oh my god. In college, he, 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 he was the best. He's not the best. For player for player. Two hundred and go for two hundred in a game and win by sixty. That was what Luka was doing, literally. They almost beat that Deshaun Watson Clemson team. And they really should have beat them. So let's let's not discredit Lamar. Like, come on. Like, I'm just trying to get a, keep it a butt with you. What's the next question? Man? All right, would you rather be a top ten pick or a mid round draft pick? Um, depends. Don't say depends. It's either or. You choose I mean, it. How does my career? Wait, you just asking somebody they would rather be top ten or going to middle round? Yeah. I'm Top 10. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to the top 10? Yeah. I don't think you sit there and draft night and be like, I don't want to go top 10. I'm saying not only is that better, like, as far as, like, social media, like, recognition, but you're getting paid. <laughs> but I'm saying, though, I, like, I understand the top 10 thing, but, like, your expectation come in, and if you ain't up to expectation, you getting traded quick. You getting traded quick. Okay, what do you think they expect out of a, a mid draft pick? Like nothing, what? nothing. Cooper Cup's a mid round draft pick. What he doing? Tyler Lockett was a mid round draft pick. What he doing? Okay, but like if you're good and you know you'll be good, why not be a, a top ten pick? I mean, I mean the money cool. But it's just the expectation that comes with it. That's all I'm saying. I hear you. But I'll take top ten pick though. Uh, let's recap week two of the NFL. So, what what do y'all think of the NFL in week two? The Falcons aren't good. I mean, we knew that, but it's just proving it to us. I'm sorry to anybody listening. I'm just a very diehard state of Georgia fan, and Falcons. I feel like after the Bucks, the NFC is a very wide open race this year, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, even, I don't, I honestly don't even have the Bucks as a lock for the Super Bowl. Thank you. I think they'll get there, but the talent is just, and just in that one division, NFC West, like the, all the teams are good. You have the Rams with. That superior defense and with an upgraded quarterback, with Cooper Cup playing the way he is right now, you have Kyler Murray on track to have an MVP season when he really could have won it last year. 
you know, we know how Green Bay can be if Aaron Rodgers um, plays how he should or how he can be. They was literally right there finna beat the Bucks last year. And the last and game, then, that, that yeah, was like they probably have one of the most lethal defenses in the NFL. Or twenty, everyone else. And I'll, and I'll never count out Russell Wilson in Seattle. I never do. I can't. My boy, my boy Russell gonna pull through every time. And watching the Cowboys play Week One, they would definitely be in that conversation as well. Can we give a special shout out to Tyler Lockett because Tyler Lockett is balling out right now. No, no, no. Tyler Lockett is number one right now in wide receiver fantasy, and I guarantee you he'll drop outside the top 15. <laughs> if I was actually disagree with that statement, it cannot be mad because Russell Wilson's got a, a, a new number one target and they're thriving together. I guarantee you he would drop outside the top 15. <laughs> Realize the only reason Tyler Lockett is getting what he's getting is because defense are paying special attention to DK Metcalf. Okay. I guarantee you he'll fall outside the top 15. All right, 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 calm down. All I'm going to say is give Lamar Jackson his flowers. He's the most overrated quarterback, overhated quarterback that we have in the NFL. The most over what quarterback? Overhated. Like, pe- people say Lamar is just a running back. He sucks. But Monday Night Football. Oh, Lamar? Yeah. Keep going. Like, Lamar, like, what he showed against Kansas City, he threw two picks. Tunning Badger. And then he come back. He leads his team. His best offensive weapon is Mark Andrews, maybe Hollywood Brown. And we know how that is. Hollywood Brown is the great wood a great value version of Tyreek Hill. I and feel like for Lamar to run the ball as much as he does, he needs to work on his his protecting the ball. Because he has fumbled. I don't know how many fumbles he has this year, but I know every time I watch him play, he's fumbling at least once, even twice a game. And and to add it up with his, um, his uh, interceptions against Kansas City, yeah. I just feel like they could have won that game against the Raiders. But if the if the Ravens if the Ravens want to be in that talk at the end of the year, Lamar needs to work on protecting the ball better. I respect that. But I, yeah, I can agree with that. Mm, yeah. Uh, let's. What about college football? Let's talk about college football. Let's recap Ooh, that. I have something very, very, you know, heart touching to say about that. So, like, yeah, college football is not difficult. We're seeing teams who we knew were legit. You know, you have Bama, you have Georgia. We know these teams are going to be legit. You, you think Clemson is going to be legit, but they're over here beating Georgia Tech by. Eight. Eight points and stuff. You have teams like Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Notre Dame who are also struggling to beat these bottom feeder teams. Like, it's just not, you know, the normal Oklahoma and Ohio State and Notre Dame we're used to seeing. And the amazing thing is, it's like starting to change the culture of college football. These new wave of teams about to come back in. Like, it's Florida back, for instance. Florida just had a dog fight with Alabama. That's the second game in a row where it's been a close game. Like, I feel like the college football playoffs will have the most controversy this year than it ever has when it comes to the selection show and what teams should get in, what teams shouldn't get in. Do you put in Clemson, one loss, uh, ACC champs over a team like Oregon or a team like Penn State in the year that won their conference? 
it's wait. So so that's your that's your prediction on Big Ten. Penn State winning. No, I'm just saying like if, oh. like like what do you do at the end of the year if you have Clemson there with one loss and they won the ACC and then but they didn't look good. They, the only the only test they had they lost and then they had a win that they barely they they put up they won uh, against Georgia Tech fourteen to eight. I get the game got delayed and that can throw you off, but I just don't think they have any games left this year that will really like stand them out as a lock for the playoffs. It will be real interesting to see if uh, Clemson gets in or not, even if they win out. Well, I don't think I, I, I don't think Clemson controls their own destiny. Do you think that? I mean, I think they do. I disagree with that a lot. So you, you think that Clemson enjoyed the game and say that Clemson lost to one of the best teams in the nation by three points, and that team did not have the offensive touchdown. I feel like you can look at that and say a lot. Yeah, okay, you can look so. at the injuries on Georgia's team, but you, at the end of the day, that was a close game. So, okay, I, I got a question for you then. All all What's the question? Okay, so do you do agree that if Georgia beats Florida and loses to Alabama, those two teams get in, right? I think Georgia will get in. Is Georgia and Bama? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you think so you think Georgia and Bama will get in? That's so two. If Oklahoma went, Oklahoma's currently number three right now, right? Yeah. They are. So if they win out, they're in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have those three teams. Yeah. What do you do if Oregon wins their conference? What do you do if if Penn State wins their conference? So or, both of those or, teams are headed in front of Clemson right now. So oh, then what? I I'll well, take, I take Oregon. These SEC schools, or Oregon, Oregon got to go in because look, because because exactly. Oregon beat Ohio State at Ohio State, and then they still got to beat USC. They still got to beat UCLA. Like y'all, hey. about, y'all talking about a whole lot of gotta do this, gotta do that. Let's That's their destiny. Yeah, let's talk about, about what already happened. Clemson lost. Oregon hasn't. Let's talk about what already happened. <laughs> That's their destiny, Jack. Come on now. Like, oh, why? I mean, I, I understand you can bring Penn State in this conversation, but I don't consider them dangerous if they just had a close game with Auburn, who I think Alabama and Georgia will watch this season. So if the, team that, if the teams that are in front of Clemson right now, if they win out, you're telling me somehow magically we're just going to put Clemson in front of them at the end of the year when it's time to go to the playoffs? you got to look at who Clemson plays in the SEC, how they beat them, and if they gain an offense. Because right now, the nation knows Clemson's offense is not there. They're ghosts. If Clemson starts playing against better teams and their offense shows up, you have to look at that as a different Clemson team. You have to yes. say, this is DJ's real – yeah, he started last year two or three games with Trevor went out, but this is his first year with it being his team, but maybe he's just trying to find his offense. And I mean, I think they'll be a dangerous team if they can find their offense. So you're you're telling me you would take a one loss Clemson over undefeated Oregon or undefeated Oklahoma? I'll take a one loss Clemson over undefeated Oklahoma. You said that. You said that. You said that. You said that. Like on the record, you said that. So Alabama and I put this message. You would put one loss Clemson over uh, undefeated Oklahoma. I don't. The, I there's would. No you way have you there's no logic. You have to look at who Clemson lost to. Okay, you've been saying the same thing for Clemson these past couple of years. They've had they they had real like it's been who who was that? They barely beat Pittsburgh. Or like they was barely beating teams, but at the end of the year, what did we say? They went undefeated. They won their conference. So why is it different with Oklahoma this year? 
Who who's your Heisman vote? It's, and if y'all don't say who the Heisman is, I'm not gonna lie. I might be leaving this car. So be let me think of that. Jackson, Jackson, oh just say it. Jackson, just say it, bro. Yes, he will be. I don't care what I, he could throw five interceptions. It's still gonna be my vote. Okay. Just that. Just that. Okay. Who do who do you think? Uh, Matt Corral's too, but 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 the thing is, I, I'm I'm not trying to follow the Matt Corral hype, the hype train. I'm trying to be different. So, if I'm trying to be different, I'm gonna go with Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter. Talk about the dude who struggled to be Indiana, who threw for 53 yards in the first half and uh, intercepted in the first half against an Indiana defense that's not that good. Talking about that quarterback, Jackson. Okay, Jackson. I said I was, I was trying to be different though, right? Oh okay. I I just want to know. I mean, if you're really trying to be different, what's wrong with JT Daniels? I'm taking my Heisman vote to be JT Daniels after a blowout win over Florida. All right. Respect, respect, respect. Um, if you have to pick a non-quarterback Heisman, who are you looking at right now? Non-quarterback. Non-quarterback Heisman. Who are you looking at right now? I would take, um, what is his name? Uh, what is his name? Uh, it's like CJ something from Oregon. Running back oh, from Oregon. C- CJ Verdell? Yes, yeah. CJ Verdell. Whatever it is. You, you take, you take him? Jack? Jack quarterback, yes, I would take him. Are any of y'all special relatives? He he's 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 old he's good but he's just overhyped. I like running back from Texas. Oh, running back from Texas. Uh, I like yeah, I I like him. That man runs for heart. Um, I would have to say Chris Olave from. Ohio that was State. a real big Chris Olave fan in the um playoffs last year. He, like, whatever Ohio State needs, he's just going to do it. And, like, he gets open, and he catches the ball, like, at a high rate. Like, I, I'm assuming. He's not the best receiver in college football, but I can respect that. Who? Who's the best receiver in college football? Justin Ross is the best receiver in college football. Who? He just has a quarterback to get to. Who? Um, Justin Ross from Justin Clemson? Ross, the true who from Clemson? Jack, you're saying this like, like I, I highly disagree with that take. Jack, no. Stay dangerous. Stay dangerous. Alright, alright, alright. All right. I, I ain't gonna say too much. Um, why, why, why don't we see a high level recruits consider HBCUs? Huh? Because I feel like at the end, at the, if you're a top recruit. One of your number one goals is to win a national championship, and or to play the power five teams to to be on national TV just for all the hype. And I don't think many many athletes look at an HBCU and just want to go there because they feel like I feel like they'll be cutting themselves short just just um, being an HBCU when they'll rather be at like Alabama, Clemson, or, or Georgia 
to win a national championship. And like for example, like you won't see a Heisman candidate, you won't see a Heisman coming from an HBCU. So I personally don't have nothing against HBCUs. I wish I would see more people go there, but I just think that's the reason for the hype and the playoffs and all that type of stuff. Jack? I'm going to add on to that. Um, as an athlete, you go to college, you can get two experiences. You can choose that HBCU route. You can choose that party route, that fun college life route. And, I mean, gamble your chances of going to the league because, I mean, truth be told, you're not going to get that same exposure, that same look that you would if you go to one of the top schools in the nation. When you work your whole life off for something to reach one goal, I don't think you throw it away for an experience. I think you stay on track and just keep going. Like, I mean, that's just the, the, the sad reality of it. I mean, I understand. But it's like, it only takes one. And I feel like, and I feel like, I feel like it takes one recruit just to change it to all all that perspective, because like you got Dion and with the HBC world, HBC world, and like we know how Dion is like he he gonna make people watch him, and like I feel like if I was if I was a Hollywood recruit, I like I'll look into HBCUs just just like to to understand like why don't people like go there and like. To, to get the gist of it, but I feel like um going to going to HBCU wouldn't be bad because you're still better on yourself. If you if you that good, you, if you're that good, why don't you go to HBCU? Because if you go to Bama, there there's no there's no chance of you playing playing on the field week one. But at HBCU, you gonna you gonna have that chance plus more. Once again, I strongly disagree. I mean, I disagree with the fact that. If you go to an HBCU, you're not going to be playing against the same competition as you would playing at a Power 5 school, simply because all HBCUs are not good when it comes to football. They're, they're just not. But, 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 can I ask you a question? But can I ask you a question, though? somebody who you know is played against good enough talent. Can I ask you a question? recruit them straight out of high school they go to HBCUs because they're not playing great football players. Bom, bom, can I ask you a question? Yes. Dan, Dan, how come Trey Lance went top three and he didn't play power five teams? He wanted to be a few people that does it. Yeah, I agree with that. Sam. I, I, I'm not saying that you won't go to the league, but you see somebody like Trey, Trey Lance, that's that's just one out of, out of many, out of many people that's actually made it there to that point. I feel like um, your chances are a lot of these people that are going to the league from uh, power five schools. I think if you take that like not talking about the big like the the big players that everybody talk about, but even like the the more like average or like the, the ones who still go to the NFL like the later round third mid third, second third fourth round. Oh yeah. If you take those same players and put them in ACU, I don't think they get drafted. That's what that's what that, that's how it comes to exposure. And like I, I feel like the um, HBCUs don't get no exposure, but I understand where y'all coming from though. Um, right, what's the next question? Do Do you think um, the NIL deals are good for college football? God no. So so you don't think so you don't think athletes should be paid? I don't think they should be getting paid while they are still, in my opinion, children. No, they should. 
I feel like athletes have been paid getting, getting paid this whole time. They're just doing it legally now. So I think it's good that we finally like brought it out and just made it legal. We don't have to hear all these. Uh, he's paying athletes to come here or uh, he's getting paid. Like In reality, people find a way to get what they need at the end of the day. So if you just take away saying athletes can't get paid, they're still going to find a way to get paid. And and back then, okay, if if they get caught, then they got to have to deal with penalties. Now it's legal. Now it's not. You just take that. That's just minimizing their whole problem. In um, my opinion, I just feel. I just feel like. I just feel like I I I, I can see them getting like like maybe one k a month out of their deals, but like yeah, they're getting too much money. Like like bright like bright Bryce Young got it got to deal with cash out. Like Most times, if you're a, a a Division One player, football player, especially at a, at a Power Five school, and you're on the football team, your you, most of your day, your week, your life is dedicated to football and sport. I mean, in school, like literally, you're there for four years. Eight, the ages from eighteen to twenty two is like one of the, like the biggest years in your life. And if you're being told that you can't make no money during that period of time. Like that's people can people can struggle like that, and not not all of them are going to make it to the NFL. Not all of them are going to get paid. So I think it's good that we're giving them a, a a different way to make money while they're still playing football. I I can't agree with you on that. Um, all right. question, no, 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 question, question. Yeah. So I can't think of his name on top of my head, but it was high school quarterback. You know, he would go this senior year. Oh, Quint Harris. He's playing Ohio State. He's on the bench. He's gonna be playing. Yeah, Quint. Yeah. yeah, he's making one mil with the NIL. How is that relatively fair? How is that fair? When well, he should be in high school in a classroom right now, just like every other kid. He. Why he, is it? Why is it bothering you that this uh this um athlete is making money and not being broke right now? Why is that such a big concern for you? Because it's like the athletes aren't doing much that are, that are the ones who are getting this money. It's just not the names. Like, somebody's getting money because his last name is Kool-Aid. You talking, Kool-Aid. About, Kool-Aid. You talking about Kool-Aid McKinstry? Like, any old lineman out here getting branded and signing all these NILs, you are not hearing anything about that. It's, it's only these, these, these players that have this, this you know, so what you're saying is it's not fair and it's not equal to everybody. Not equal to everybody. Okay, tell me, tell me how many things in life are equal and fair to everybody. Like I even, mean, even, I even outside of sports, just, <laughs> just, just like people are making money just because they're like a, a, a famous person or their parents um are making like their parents are celebrities. So compared to the other people that are working their tails off to get to a spot. Like for example, Tom Brady's son got the got the role as the uh, Buccaneers ball boy, just because his dad is Tom Brady. And when it's probably been other people that that's wanted that wanted that job, but they didn't get it. And imagine uh, working your behind off and seeing the Tom Brady's son just getting the job. So that that just shows to me that 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 isn't fair. So I don't think if you're saying that they shouldn't get paid because it's not fair, I don't think that's very valid. Uh, uh, all I gotta say is athletes, athletes chase chase your bag, get your money, you you deserve it. 
All right, what what is what is some teams that look good to you? One from college and one from the league, one from the NFL. Surprisingly, or yeah, surprisingly. Mm, let's do college first. Everybody say their college team. Uh, I'll go first. I'll I'll start with Iowa. Cause ain't no way I'm thinking Iowa's gonna start off. This I knew Iowa would, would, would always be good on defense, but I didn't know they would they would, they would be this good. They turn the ball. They turning teams over left and right. Their offense is put, putting up enough points, putting up around 25, 27 points each game. So they just they just look great to me. Um, my team. First, I'm gonna say Coastal Carolina. Yeah, they just had a semi, not that impressive win, but they're undefeated. Coastal Coastal was and good they, last year. The top twenty. Coastal was good last year. They are, I mean, they were they were decent last year. They had a good record last year. But I feel like if they they keep climbing this top twenty five ranking, oh yeah, two to three years from now, they're I mean they're going to be one of those teams that could be in the top ten on the usual. They keep playing the way they are. That's the way I feel. You might start seeing Coastal on some real schedules. Look out I'm, for them. I'm gonna have to say Iowa as well because not gonna lie, looking at this top five, top ten, top seven. I did not expect to see Iowa in this position. I, you could say the same for Oregon, but Oregon looked good last year, and even though some of their games they lost, I feel like Iowa just came out the scene uh, already making the case to make the playoffs this year. So I just like you guys. I, I'm going with Iowa. Um, well, uh, my team from the NFL is the Panthers because because like the defense, they're they're getting sacks, they're everywhere on the ball. Making sure teams don't score over at least ten points so far, and and I like I like what they're doing on offense. They getting they getting the balls to their playmakers, and the play the playmakers are making plays. Simple as that. My NFL team, respectfully, is the Denver Broncos because Teddy B is cooking right now. Nobody expected Teddy to come out. Playing the way he is, he's throwing for three hundred. Like that's not a Teddy Bridgewater type of thing you'll see. Any team Teddy's been on, it's been more of a conservative type of play style. Teddy throws when he has to. Like, I like it, and I like Denver. They might have taken a blow with losing Jerry Judy, but look at Corey, Corey something um, stepping up. I'm not a fan of this team, but I'm gonna have to say the Las Vegas Raiders because. <laughs> They have looked very good so far in these two weeks. So, that's going to be my pick. Derek Carr's finding his mojo. Y'all remember that MVP season he was having? That's the Derek Carr we're seeing right now. All right. What what teams are not looking so hot? One from college and one from the league. Clemson. (laughs) It's Clemson. (laughs) I mean, that's the only team you can say right now. They could easily be two and like one and two or two and two right now. Like, there's no, there's no, there's no. That's they obviously got the talent on the team, but it's just not, that offense just isn't clicking right now. But I, they still, I mean, they still have time. Like the, the season isn't over. A lot of things can still happen. But I feel like up to this point, Clemson is the most disappointing thing for me. 
most disappointing team for you? Um, for me, I would say, I would say North Carolina. Because, because like you have, you have supposedly QB one and Sam Howell, and it's like y'all lost to Virginia Tech on the road, and like y'all y'all look demoralized during that game. But then y'all give up, y'all give up. I think over thirty points to Virginia, and it's like, yeah, they gave up close to 40 points to Virginia and it's like I don't know I, it's something gotta give in Chapel Hill my disappointing team I mean I'm gonna go with Notre Dame not saying I just expect them to be you know one of the top teams but they're playing Florida State winning by three they're playing Toledo winning by three back to back weeks like nah that's you can't have that especially when the following week, the following weeks, these teams you're barely beating are going out getting their butts beat down by these nobodies. It's just, it's not a good look. And if Notre Dame is still trying to be the same Notre Dame that makes the playoffs every year, they need to have some impressive wins. They have um, two really big games back to back. They play Wisconsin tomorrow, and next week they um they play Cincinnati. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, you're one team from the NFL. My most disappointed team from the NFL so far is the Indianapolis Colts. Because Carson Wentz, he got tackled by Aaron Donald this Sunday and somehow managed to sprain both of his ankles. <laughs> I don't know how he managed to do that. That's only like something that Carson Wentz would do. And... Jonathan Taylor is not looking the same as he as he did last year, and I just feel like with that team, with um the 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 talent they have, the their defense is really good. I feel like they have way more potential than what they're showing right now. Seeing that zero two. Um, my team is the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, they just be a good Seattle team in overtime, but. My team that's been disappointed is the Chicago Bears. First off, why why did you even start Andy Dalton in Week One? Just just throwing Justin. Let 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 Justin be your quarterback one. Let him ride out. Let him develop over this year. Just treat him like Justin Herbert. Just throw him in there. See what he can do. Let him play for the rest of the year. Hey, I'll. Just give Justin his shot. Um, the Rams beat y'all thirty-four to fourteen with Andy Dalton starting, and that that game was disappointing. Um, the Bengals y'all barely beat them by three. We really should be blowing them out. But hey, just start Justin. Let things go on from there. Simple. Now, as. what happens when they start Justin, but you're still getting the same results? 
is it just his fault? Is it or is it because he's a rookie? It's not. If, if Justin plays bad, you can go back to Andy. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Andy Dahl, you you can't tell me that Andy Dahl is better than Justin Fields. That's fair. That's fair. I feel like it's the same situation last year with the Dolphins. We all know Tua is more talented than Ryan Fitzpatrick, but it wasn't working. We saw them swapping out with between Tua and Fitzpatrick. They know that Tua is their guy for the future, but they were still putting Fitzpatrick in. So I feel like if Justin Fields comes out, it doesn't look as sharp and looks like he still has like a lot of to work on. I could easily see them putting Andy Dalton back in. And I can see them taking Andy Dalton back out for Justin Fields. I feel like that that situation set up to play out similar to how Miami's did. Not saying it will, but it could. All right. I respect that. I respect that. Who who do you think that that who do you think could make the playoffs from college and from college in the NFL? Just give just give like two 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 teams, one one that's solidified, one that's a sleeper. Um, personally, I feel like Georgia can solidify chances going into the playoffs if they win out. They don't have to win the SEC championship to get into the playoffs if they win out. Are we, talk- oh. are we talking about, as of, like, right now, teams we think that are solidified, like, right now? Yeah, like, one one, one team one team that you that you know that's going to make it and one team that, like, they have a chance if they if they do – they, if luck is on their side and they do enough to get in, I feel like Alabama solidified and Penn State could be a sleeper to make the playoffs. I, I think Penn State can make the. If Penn State wins out the rest of this year, win their conference, go undefeated, then I think they're in the playoffs. So, and and if they're not, it'll be really hard to keep them out. So, that's one team that I would keep an eye on. Uh, but if they go undefeated, then they, I think they should make the playoffs. Um, one team, one team that solidified, I have to go with Jack is Georgia. They just got to win out regular season, and then SC championship. If you win, that looks great. If you lose, just just don't lose by more than seven, and you'll be all yeah. right. Just make it a game. And then I think yeah, Georgia solidifies. And then for my sleeper. Uh, for my sleeper, we can go. We can go Texas A&M. Texas A&M, because because if they if they if they get their starting quarterback back within time for the Alabama game, and I think I think they play Alabama at home too, so that that's a plus. And I think if I think they just went they just went out regular season, beat Alabama and make to SEC championship and make it a game, it's gonna be hard for. The um, playoff committee to keep him out. Um, so I said Georgia's my solidified team, but my sleeper, y'all gotta watch out for Ole Miss. Oh, here they have go. the best offense in the nation, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're cooking. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Bama this weekend. No, they no, they don't. Alabama. Excuse me. They're not, not playing Bama this week. They play They're Bama playing this. Bama in one of the next two weeks. If Ole Miss can beat Alabama and make their way to an SEC championship, going into that SEC championship undefeated, I don't think you keep them out. The SEC championship's a close game. That's my sleeper team for the season, and you heard it here first. 
All right, well, what about the NFL? Like, what's one team you know that's going to make it and one sleeper? I think the Bucks have the the easiest path just because of the other teams in their division. Yeah. There were the Drew Breesless Saints, <laughs> the Falcons, <laughs> <laughs> and Chris McCaffrey just suffered a hamstring injury and he's going to be out for who knows how long. So don't expect the Panthers to keep winning. You saw how poorly they looked when he left that game last night. So, all right. Bucks for sure. What about what about the sleeper team? Sleeper team. Sleeper team. I can't really call them a sleeper because of how far they went last year, but given the circumstances, you know, injuries. I'll go Cleveland Browns. The wide receiver one's out. They him. He was out last year, but I don't out right now as well. I don't. What? I don't think that's a sleeper team for playoffs. I think people are very much aware of the Browns. <laughs> Even with how loaded the AFC is, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. yeah. We no, we all know the Browns going to make it. Yeah, I don't think that's a sleeper team. Yeah. I think that, but I just don't think. Well, let me say it like this. I see the Browns going far in the playoffs. They went far last year, Jack. <laughs> They made it to the second round. They made it to, yeah, second to round. second round. Yeah. It's just one win. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. I'm going to say my lock. I don't want to say the Bucks because Jackson did. So I'm going to say my lock to make the playoffs will be the Buffalo Bills. I just don't see how they lose that division with Dolphins and Patriots in there. I mean, the Patriots, I mean, they're not as bad as last year. Or, I mean, I guess they look kind of impressive. But they're not – I don't think they're a threat to to win that division. So, I'm I'm picking the Bills as a lot for the playoffs. And even if they don't win that division, it would take the Patriots just having a phenomenal season. And either or either way it goes, the Bills make the playoffs. And my sleeper team, I'm going to go with a team that's currently 0-2 right now. They lost both of their games in, like, close, heartbreaking fashions. And many people have them ranked low in the power rankings right now. I'm looking at the power rankings. They're ranked 24th right now. And I think this team is really good with really good talent. And they could they have a wide receiver who hasn't really caught the same stride that he did last year. He, he, he did this last year. He started off kind of slow, and then he popped off. And when he's playing right and you have Adam Thielen playing right, I feel like that's, 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 that could arguably, arguably be the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. So I'm gonna pick the Vikings to make uh, be my super team for the playoffs. Um, for me, I'll say, I'll say, my lock is my lock is gonna be the Titans because in the AFC they have no one to worry about really. Like the Texans are one and two, and they're second. Like the Colts haven't won a game. The Jaguars won't win a game. Chill. <laughs> yeah. Chill. Yes. Jaguars ain't winning the game. So my definitely a lot. Yeah. Times yeah. are a lot. And my sleeper team to make the playoffs, I'll say. Mm, I'll say. I'll say. Ooh. Uh, cause the NFC East is it's a toss up. But, I don't think it is this year. I think Dallas. I think Dallas wins the division by a long shot. 
Okay. I agree. Their one loss is against the reigning Super Bowl champs, and it was a very close game. What do you mean by long shot, though? I think I been looking at the division, but I don't think it would be a case of – I, I forgot how many games we play now, but I don't think it would be a case of, like, 13-3 and three to, like, a fifty, a 500 um, record from the Eagles or something like that. I don't think it will be that far of a difference, but I do think the Cowboys win that division. So Can I say my sleeper team now? Yeah. Oh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins going to make – the Dolphins whose quarterback just got hurt? Yes. Talking about the Dolphins whose quarterback is now Jacoby Brissett? Aren't the Dolphins in the division with the Bills and the Patriots? Yeah. Do you think they'll finish? Do you think they'll win that division? No, second. Do you, you think they'll be second? Yes. How many wild card teams do we get? Uh, four, four, four. Um, four league winners I yeah. if it's three, then yeah, for sure. Cause, cause my other super team is gonna be the the Chargers. Okay, I can see why you say that, but yeah, I just the the, the defense is gonna carry. That's why. Cause I think we all know the Chiefs are gonna win that division, so I w- I would pick the Raiders as a as a wild card spot. I would pick the either the Browns or the Ravens because. But they both can win a division, so mm. both of them could be a wild card spot. Even the Steelers, three teams out of that division, they can make the playoffs. Yeah. So. All right. Any bold two? You get two bold takes. Right, before we go to this question, I have a question for y'all. Okay. If you're John Gruden, you know the only real competition in that that division with the Chiefs. What is your mental state and your mental thinking for the next? Four years, five years, knowing Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey was still be on that Chiefs team. Like, how do you? Um. How do you live with that? You just live. You just try. You play to win the game. Simple as that. Can't but can't be intimidated by them. I don't think. Yeah, like, they're, like, they're, like, like they're they're not unbeatable. Like they can be beat. Fair enough. All right, so what do you guys both take, or you want me to go first? Uh, for all, like for what? What's, what, what's uh, the, uh, two. Just give me a, just give me two both takes, like one for college and one for the one for the NFL. Where you got it? Nah, I gotta pick my. Uh, I I I'll, I'll go first. The Rams, the Rams will win the Super Bowl, and. <laughs> Yeah, I actually like that because I'm big on the Rams. <laughs> Rams, Rams, hey, Rams won the Super Bowl. That's all I gotta say. And, I really do like that. And for college, I'll say, I'll say that this this is gonna be the first year. This is gonna be one of did Ohio State made the playoffs last year? Yes, Scott. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's gonna be the first year without Ohio State. First year without Ohio State. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't think, I don't know how bold this is, but I think there'll be two undefeated teams this year. I think before before the playoffs happen, there'll be two undefeated teams this year. 
NFL. And as far as who's going to win it all, don't be surprised if the Cardinals are one of those undefeated teams and the Cardinals are also one of those teams in the Super Bowl. Wait, so wait, come on, come on, come on. Come on, you saying the Cardinals are going to be undefeated? They're too low Wow, no, like you're saying this. You're saying the Cardinals are going to be under. The Cardinals have and that's a very good. That's the hardest division in the in the, in the whole league. I know that. I know that. All right. I know that. <laughs> All right. You said a bowl taken. I'm giving you one. Okay. <laughs> okay. What about for college? College, I like UGA going undefeated. That's not oh, bold. That's not bold. That's, that's not bold. Not being all that great. That that's not bold, Jack. That's not bold. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bold coming from a Georgia fan. That's not bold, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. That's not bold. It's just gonna get you. Huh? <laughs> if you see and told me Georgia was gonna lose this week or next week, I promise you, I would believe it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> my bold take let's start with college but I think Clemson would not be on the TV for those top six teams I think Clemson would be oh, for higher at the end of the year um, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if Notre Dame wins the ACC oh, Notre, Dame, Notre Dame not in the ACC no more I don't think oh they're so. not? who's in there? Uh, well, nah. when do they leave? That was just a one-year thing. Yeah. Oh, square was permanent. Well, either way it goes, I can see uh, Clemson falling outside the top six. And for the NFL, I'm going to say the Bucks don't make the NFC, NFC championship. The Bucks don't make the NFC championship. Oh, my God. It's a mirror. You said it. Dallas, I see either the Dallas Cowboys. No, I see two of these four teams in the NFC Championship. Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers, Los Angeles Rams, and Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Packers. I think think two of those teams will be in the NFC Championship. I see Tom Brady in the books, all the short, in the semifinals. Let me me remind y'all. These two teams that played the Super Bowl, they both did not look that hot in the playoffs. Um, The Chiefs? They almost got put out in the second round. They had a you know a little struggle game, and your Super Bowl champs really should have got put out by you know Heineke. Uh, if we're being real, in their very first game. All right. Um. Who, it only takes one game, y'all. Okay. Who 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 who's gonna win MVP? Kyler. Kyler Murray. All right. Kyler. Kyler winning it. Ain't no if ands but Super Bowl champs and international championship and national champs. Um, Super Bowl matchup will be the Arizona Cardinals versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and if both teams are healthy, um, the Kansas City Chiefs will win. But let's say both teams have injuries on defense, like Arizona. I like Arizona. Zamir? I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs to win in the Super Bowl. 35 to 26 to the LA Rams. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Yeah. I think so. But I ain't gonna lie. My Super Bowl chance gonna be the Rams. It's gonna be 34 31 against the Chiefs. So it's coming down to the kicker. What you telling me? Not even that. Because I feel, I feel like Mahomes gonna throw a pick to Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Wow, I got one more wild thought <laughs> taken. Don't give me no hate for this, but I'm just going to speak as a non-biased fan right here. And I'm speaking as if I don't, if I'm not a fan of no team. No, 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 no. If I'm not a fan of no team, I would say the Georgia Bulldogs did not make the uh, college football playoffs. It has all it All it takes is for them to lose to Florida. That's all it takes. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's, that's literally all it takes. Literally, because you know, think about it. From number two to outside the playoffs. Yeah. That's true because you don't get the opportunity to really give yourself that second chance in the SEC championship because you know Florida's not losing anybody else on our side. So, I mean, that, I can see that happening. But that's the case every year. So if we lose to Florida, we kind of live with the fact that we know we won't get in because – we don't get the opportunity to play in the SEC. Okay, Jess, I got one quick question for you before we get any like farther lead. Okay, so let's say teams like okay, Clips, I mean, um, Notre Dame, Oregon. Let's say they end up losing, and then it's just a uh, uh, a case at the end between these two teams. One loss, ACC champ, um, uh, Clemson, or one loss, none champ, Georgia. Which team are you taking? You got to tell George because George started beating this Clemson team. And looking at the way Clemson's played this year, their wins aren't all that. No, so you, like, you're leaving out a conference champ for a team that didn't play in their conference championship? I'm leaving out a team that beat that conference champ. I, I, that I, team was in the SEC. They, they wouldn't be a champ. They would just be 18. Okay. okay. I'm not saying I disagree with you. I just want to hear what you think. All right. Um... All right. Um, your predictions from college. I'm gonna I'm gonna name out some games, and you guys just tell me who you who you think's gonna win. All right. All right. Notre Dame versus Wisconsin. Notre Dame. Wisconsin. 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 Notre Dame's probably gonna get exposed versus a good team. Wisconsin. I got Wisconsin. Um. Texas A&M or Arkansas. Texas A&M. You mm, no, I take I take a hit. I take a hit. I ain't uh let's go with UNC or Georgia Tech. You know what? I'm Jimmy Tech. They they gotta have more than last week. I'm taking USC. I'm taking North Carolina in a close game. North Carolina. I think close. the I think the Georgia Tech game was kind of I think that delay did throw a lot of stuff off and that probably made the game closer than what it probably would have been. All right. Um, West Virginia versus Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma. Uh, I'm say West Virginia. Where is this game played at? Uh, this game is going to be played. Uh, I think it's in Oklahoma. Uh, uh, if it's in West Virginia, then I mean, by all means, give me the Mountaineers. I'm taking Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler throwing for five touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, uh, all I gotta say is I don't care where the game playing at. West Virginia winning. 
Oklahoma. Um, we we can make a bet right now on, on air that Oklahoma wins that game. I don't. Why would I bet you in that? I'm the underdog. What's up? I'm not gonna do that. Michigan State or Nebraska? Nebraska. Hey, am I? I feel like I'm crazy, but I feel like Nebraska always has a quarterback with the last name Martinez. Yeah. I feel like it's been like that for the last ten years, bro. Yeah. They used to have Taylor Martinez. Now they got a Adrian. Another Martinez. Yeah, but I, I like I like Michigan State winning. They run game too much. Sparty, go Sparty. That's that's what I gotta say. <laughs> All right, Corso. Ghost party. Um, Ohio State versus Akron. Ohio State or who? Akron. <laughs> Why are you asking? <laughs> I'm taking Ohio State by by 28 points without their starting quarterback. Right. Take Ohio State by 50. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Akron scoring, but a field goal. All right, let, let's let's get let's get into the NFL. Your predictions and for week NFL. By week. Please do not ask me about the Falcons because I do not. No, want I'm, to not, I'm, not, I'm not. 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 The Chargers. They're going to get their butts beat. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the Chargers or the Chiefs? Chiefs. They're not losing two in a row for the next two years. Demir. Chiefs. Chiefs in a shootout. Uh, Washington football team versus Buffalo Bills. Buffalo. Buffalo. I like watching the football team. Don't ask me why. You like, okay. Um, Seahawks versus Vikings. Vikings. Vikings not starting on three, but Seahawks. Man, give me Seahawks. Give me Russell, man. Seahawks are losing two in a row this early. Give me Seahawks. Give me I'm taking Vikings. Give me Seahawks. Um, Eagles Only versus. The way I see Vikings winning that game is if Dalvin Cook rushes for 150 yards. Justin Jefferson will pop off for the first time this year. Give me the Vikings. <laughs> Pack, pack, Packers versus 49ers. Packers. I'm not big on the 49ers this year, even though they're undefeated. Yeah. Tay Adams first touchdown of the year. Give me Packers. Um, Eagles versus Cowboys. 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 Like, give me American team by, by 20. All right. 20. But, but Buccaneers versus Rams. Rams. 170 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Buccaneers can't find a way to stop them. Oh, you said oh they're playing the Rams. I thought you said Browns. Rams. Oh, give me give me the Rams. Yeah, Ram, Rams winning. It's it's gonna be a shootout though. But I got. Like, Indeed, like it. I believe it too. Yeah, I, I didn't think the Bucks offense like I, I knew they were good, but I didn't think they were like a shoot the scoreboard up type of offense. I was wrong. They just dropped forty nine on my Falcons. I was wrong. All right. Defense scored two touchdowns that game. Yeah. All right. Any any last words before we sign up? Hey, baby. Hold on. Car says the Gladiators winning GHSA five day championship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That's that's the wrap for episode. What was this? Episode five. Um, my last words will be: You gotta take some losses. That turn to lessons, and you take those lessons and turn to wins. Simple as that. All right, this is your host, Jonathan Hooker, signing out, and see y'all.